Today is Thursday, February 4th, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. Let's start today with an international story you may have heard about, the months-long farmer protests in India. Last August, the Indian government passed three agricultural bills, which ultimately disadvantage the country's farmers and favor corporate interests. This is pretty significant legislation in a country where agricultural workers make up nearly 60% of India's population. The protests have grown exponentially since August as the government has repeatedly refused to grant demands of farmers and agricultural unions to repeal all three of these bills. And in January, the Supreme Court issued an order suspending the bills and appointing a committee to oversee future negotiations. The farmers' unions continue to refuse and will accept no less than complete repeal of all the laws. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has reportedly blamed the protests on a misinformation campaign by the opposition party and claimed that farmers simply don't understand the laws. The protests were peaceful for months, but on January 26th, also known as India's Republic Day, things turned violent when police started using tear gas, batons, and assault rifles against the farmers who had planned a tractor rally in Delhi. And yes, a tractor rally is exactly what it sounds like. According to Human Rights Watch, one protester was killed and 200 were detained. Over 300 police officers were injured, as well as eight journalists. Ever since, the Indian government has put up barricades around New Delhi and has reportedly been restricting internet access, as well as water, electricity, and food supplies to protesting farmers. At the government's request, Twitter temporarily blocked dozens of accounts and tweets that assisted in staging the protests. The accounts were subsequently reinstated. The situation continues and has started to attract more attention, including a tweet from Rihanna, so my guess is we'll be seeing that celebrity activist domino effect very soon. Next, we have an update on Marjorie Taylor Greene. After her highly anticipated talk with minority leader Kevin McCarthy, she supposedly showed no remorse for her dangerous and false statements in support of numerous conspiracies and desire to execute her boss, Nancy Pelosi. In order to avoid an embarrassing floor vote in the House that would strip Marjorie of all her committee assignments, Republicans offered Democrats a deal where they agreed to remove her from one of her two committees. But the Democrats were like, no thanks, we have the majority and we're going to use it. So the House is holding a vote today to strip her of her seats on the House Education and Labor Committee and the Budget Committee, which is expected to pass by majority vote today. I love the smell of fresh consequences in the morning. Now can we do Lauren Boebert? On a completely backwards note, House Republicans want their colleague Liz Cheney to express remorse for her comments over her impeachment vote. They're currently threatening to remove her from her leadership position as the number three Republican in the House. I guess being the daughter of the former vice president of the party just doesn't get you where it used to. While we're on the topic of white supremacists, Canada has officially declared the Proud Boys a terrorist organization. This lands them on a list next to Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and Al-Shabaab, and carries a set of financial and legal consequences. That means police can seize property from the group or its members, and banks can seize their assets. Members of the Proud Boys can also be denied entry to Canada and makes it a crime for Canadians to knowingly provide assistance to them. I know where I'm moving when the apocalypse sits. Lastly, we have an update on voting rights in Georgia. As you can guess, Republicans in Georgia are back on their bullshit, this time trying to roll back voting rights and laws that made it easier to vote. Specifically, Republican state senators introduced a slate of bills this week with nine proposed measures. 
These measures include getting rid of automatic voter registration, no excuse absentee voting, banning ballot drop boxes, requiring voters to provide identification when they request an absentee ballot application, expanding poll watcher access, prohibiting new Georgia residents from voting in runoffs, and mandating monthly updates of voters who have died. Imagine being Stacey Abrams and you're so powerful that the entire Georgia legislative agenda is based around being afraid of your organizing power. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to show your support, head over to our iTunes feed to rate, review, and subscribe, but especially review. Or follow this podcast if you're listening on Spotify. If you want more of my news content, follow me on Instagram at Sammy. Also be sure to follow and subscribe to the Betcha Sup podcast for more in-depth discussion of today's news and follow at Betcha Sup on Instagram. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.